0: companies and etc that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental my name is michael diamond and for tonight's game i will be your keeper thank you for joining us again another episode of the old ways podcast i'm your keeper keeper mike Home. we return to horror on the orient express uh where tonight we have perhaps a church to break into but more on that later So, we would like to get to introductions, because we have a very, very, very fun show for you planned. Uh, So, to my right.
1: Hello, this is Mike, and I'm playing James Robert Fraser, who has been a little inappropriate.
0: So, castigated by your employer is one way to uh, break up the middle portion of your day, I'm sure. Uh, And so, uh, to uh, Mr. Fraser's right.
2: Hi, I'm Rena. I play Lady Elizabeth Fitzroy, and... I've had a perfectly marvelous afternoon.
0: Yeah, I mean, all except for the whole personal assistant getting all touchy feely. Things have been pretty good, right? I mean, you could you could have a worse day. You could have a way worse day.
2: And I have had way worse days.
0: Mm. We'll get to that later, trust me. At the end of the table.
3: Hi, this is Jowels, and I'm playing Simon Griffith, and I feel that I've been left behind in the church.
0: I mean, I I can't find fault in your statement there, sir. Not at all. Uh, but I'm sure that uh, someone will come around to collect you shortly, Uh, to Mr. Griffiths, right?
4: Hi, I'm Miranda, and I play Maggie Bellinger, and I'm finding myself quite entranced by Richard's chest.
0: You know what's funny? It is very difficult for you now to break up your interest between the simulacrum's torso and the um, rather colorful plumage of Richard's chest. Uh, Last but most certainly not least... I'm Martin, and I'm playing Richard Courtney. And uh, Richard has one more thing
5: to add to his list of things to be worried about. Hmm. My, 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 what would that be? Those flutes.
0: Oh, flutes. Yes, you've taken them in quite a ban- reckless abandon last episode. I'm sure you'll never hear them again. No, why, w- why would I? Why would you indeed? So as we raise the curtain tonight, we pick up right alongside... James Robert Fraser, who is uh, hoofing his way in respectable fashion toward the Basilica on the lookout for his partner in crime or in truth, one Simon Griffith.
1: Uh, Yes, I think Mr. Fraser is uh, maybe not walking as uh, briskly uh, as uh, is his usual fashion. Um, He's rather regretting his hasty action in order to try and ascertain whether her ladyship was actually feeling um, quite herself. Um, but um, he has a purpose now, um, so he's going to focus on that. And by the time he reaches the, the Basilica, he's, he's probably perked up a little bit because uh, he's got a man to find in the church. So I'll kind of make my way in and just uh, walk around looking out for uh, uh, for Simon.
0: It's not terribly hard to find Uh, after a a walk around the exterior portion or I should say the the perimeter of the interior for that matter, given the way the Basilica is created. uh, You do find him in uh, a rather gloomy chapel. Uh, He seems to be staring at the stones on the floor and you see him move from kind of left to right throughout the room looking at some different portions of these stones as if he's trying to examine them.
1: Um, Mr. Griffith. uh...
3: What? Would
1: you mind? Keep your voice down, sir. You're in a church.
3: You scared the hell out of me, son. I'm very focused here, okay, Jim? How are you faring? I'm glad you found me. I found it. You found it? Oh, uh, splendid, splendid. It, it's between these walls right here. Couldn't tell you which one yet. Oh, um, I, so
1: it's it's in this particular chapel?
3: It is. So I was examining things here, waiting for someone to come back for me about two hours ago. And <clears throat> uh, look at this statue of the saint up there.
1: Well yes uh, that that can wait for a moment. No, I, I just no, to look
3: at the statue of the saint up there.
1: Professor Courtney is well. He is in the hotel. He has been through something of an experience but he is well. I uh, just came to assure you to reassure you that uh, um he is n- in no immediate danger.
3: Oh totally slipped my mind. I was pretty focused on this. I'm really sorry about that. I'm really glad to hear so about the professor yes. as well. Um, so, the professor vanished in front of me.
1: I saw her die. die. He was trying on the the, the device, the uh, uh, sextant, uh, whatever it, it is you call it.
3: And he ended up where? Well, yeah.
1: well uh, I, I don't... Well, he ended up back at his hotel room um, uh, with a rather peculiar odour to him and uh, what appeared to be smoke coming out of him, but uh, uh, Paul is looking after him, so uh, you can set your mind at rest. Uh, He's in good hands. Now, um, how are you faring in the search here?
3: So I was focused on trying to find this thing, because seeing the Professor disappear like that honestly freaked me out.
1: Well, I I can understand. Uh, I I have to say, though, um, with with all Due respect, uh, Simon, uh, I'm not quite sure why you allowed him to, to try out the device in in, in such a, a public area.
3: I was watching him. I was covering for him. You, I'm a large gentleman. And so he was going to try it on to see if he could track some of the threads because it's a big basilica. Aye. And I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, you know. I hear whimpering behind me as I'm screening him, you know, like you would with any uh, officer, and uh, turn around, and he's surrounded by stars and space, and these arms reach out, pull at him, and he poofs into smoke. Alms. Alms. Oh
1: my, oh my, that, 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 that does not sound good at all. Did anybody else see this happen but you?
3: I don't believe so. As I said, I am a large individual.
1: Well, uh, that is that is a good thing. That is a good thing. Uh, yes, well, it is, it's... It's. Uh, I suppose it's, it's good to know that uh, there is more to this device than simply a way of seeing things, as clearly uh, it has other properties which are considerably more uh, dangerous.
3: I, I don't think these are good things. Um, but I was trying to take my mind off of it, because if the professor disappeared and we lost him forever, then we would never be able to finish our mission.
1: Well, well, we haven't lost him forever, so so uh, you, you can rest easy on that score. Now, you say that uh, you you found it. It's it's somewhere in this chapel. What, what what was it you were trying to draw my attention to there?
3: I distracted myself and focused on looking for the the black stones. I see. So th- this is an older section of the basilica, from what I am able to ascertain, and. This this chapel here is not well lit for this saint, and what I saw here, besides as you can see the the stones here in what little light we have, are darker than many of the others in the the basilica. sir. Uh, oh
1: yes, ah, yes, I see. hi. they they do appear to be slightly different.
3: And if you look at the statue of the uh, saint there. For I, I guess it's how they became a saint. Um, what do you see missing?
1: Let's have a wee look then. Uh, what is this? Uh, I don't recognize this. Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think I know who this this particular. Se- oh, good, good, good Lord! I see what you mean. I, I, his his leg,
3: his left leg. Uh, excuse, excuse.
0: You're over your shoulder. Uh, uh, bon, 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 Bonjour. Stimocidendo, he points uh, to the the way you came in. Sti, sti, stimocidendo. Scusi, um,
1: parlo in eh,
0: We we close for the evening.
1: Oh, um, oh! I see. I, I, I understand. I understand. Um, uh, five five minutes, perhaps.
0: He steps back a little bit. Uh, grazie, grazie.
1: Molto grazie. So we haven't much time. Yes, show me quickly.
3: Understood. I, I, I picked up on your gesture. So this is a Saint Isidoro. I spoke with a tour guide who was coming through here. Um, yes. And this dates back to the, I want to say the 12th century, if I remember correctly. Um. So perhaps you or Lady E can use your marvelous Skills with books and figure out more about this Saint Isidoro. But I'm betting it's in here, um, by the stones. Now my problem is, as you can see there is not much light in this chapel, and I'm going to need to bring a better light source next time. Yes, let's see. Well, let,
1: let, let, let's have a quick. We've got five minutes. Let's let's have a, a, a quick look about. See what we can do in, in, in the the time we have. Four minutes um, now, and I will. Have a, a a look around uh, as closely as I can in the in the little time that we have, okay. And to see if I can see what looks like possibly like this um, black paving slab that we've or black paving stone that we've heard about.
0: The spot hidden series of roles for finding the paving stone. Half of it's been done because you assume anyway that your compatriot has led you to the correct place. Sure, I mean it looks logically. It looks like it, it could be yeah. He has made a, f- a strong case for it being in this location. So if you'd like to give me a spot hidden, you can. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Am I looking for a, a hard success? or a-
0: You are looking for a hard success, given the time of day and the floor pattern. righty. Okay, so my spot
1: hidden is 80. That is not a hard success. That is a 66.
0: You, you do have a fair spot, so if you are allowed to push the role should you choose
1: oh, I mean that went so well the last time um
2: but I'm not um, there to give you a telling off this time so I'm well, sure it'll be fine.
1: there's a museum curator hovering or not a museum curator there's a um, uh, well i don't I don't know quite who it's a security guard of some kind or something or perhaps a priest um, hovering waiting to throw us out <laughs> so um,
0: you, uh, you do feel the um the look the look you know well having been in churches before of uh, perhaps a member, a member of, of clergy who would like you to move along now. Are there candles here? Uh, there are, there are very few candles here.
1: Okay, then. Um. So I, I'm going to whisper to Simon. Simon, would you mind distracting that fellow just for a moment? And uh, I'm, I'm going to um, wait till his uh, glance is elsewhere. And, and then I'm going to go and take a candle out of a candle holder, wherever they might be, uh, and and use that as a little bit of extra light while I um, while I kind of um, scan the floor of the uh, um, of this particular chapel.
0: Very well, because you're willing to press the issue to um, throw your lot in with fate itself, uh, fate will smile on you as well and give you oh, wow. advantage on this roll. Well, thank you very much.
1: Um, so I'm looking to hit a 40. So um, we shall see what we shall see. Fingers crossed. Okay, so unfortunately the hand of fate did not help me there at all um, because um, I got a 73 or a
0: 73. So <laughs> mm. You've located the stone. It's right there. It's directly parallel to... Uh, the right-hand portion of this chapel area, and you are convinced that that stone is the one. It makes total sense because it's just slightly lighter in color than some of the other stones that are here. And so you're figuring, oh, that's right. It's this one because it's it's likely been replaced. So I think
1: as um, he is crouched down, scanning the floor with uh, with this candle holding it fairly close to to the floor um when he sees what he realizes to be the very paving stone that they're looking for his attention is diverted by that for a moment maybe in, in a little moment of excitement he doesn't realize that the candle is it drips is dripping wax it drips wax onto his uh, his other hand um and uh, it lets out a a, a sharp cry with the the burning sensation of the wax in his hand and drop drops the candle and um, jumps back up to his feet Ah,
0: Ah. you you jump back up to your feet you instantly look up and you meet the gaze of the clergy member who cautioned you before and you see his swift and an immediate gesture towards the front
1: ah uh, excusey excusey excuse, um, uh, excuse, uh i'm terribly sorry um um, um I do apologize uh, I'll, I'll 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 be leaving now uh, come along mr griffith uh, i think we we uh, we need to be on our way just now excusey uh, excusey excuse, uh,
0: the, uh, the clergy um, member sweeps into I the room so. <laughs> and then moves around you to go to where this dropped candle is in an attempt to clean up the mess you've left and yeah I think um,
1: Razor show back away hurriedly and grab Simon by the arm and say come on let's go let's go let's go before uh, we cause any more attention to uh, draw any more attention to ourselves
3: all right Jim we're gonna have to have some words back at the hotel
1: oh are we aye all right all right then well I found it if if you're interested
3: I am interested and we can come back for it and the professor's supposedly safe I'll have to see and um, we're also being stalked by another predator around here so we have to talk with everyone about what's going on we,
0: who is stalking us
3: let's get back and I'll talk to you we kind of got to get out of the church at the moment
0: of hurry hurry out of the church Should we make your way out of the church
1: who who is who is stalking us Simon
3: uh, her lady her ladyship's her ladyship's brother is. Ah yes, I know, I know that. Who else? No, you mean? that's who I meant. The, the thing oh, is, right? Oh. Wow, we. I thought you said another person was stalking us. Oh, I just said there's another predator. Now, um, the thing about all this. Well, who is the other? Who is this other predator? We have
1: her, her ladyship's brother is here, and 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 who else? Did you see somebody in the church? No,
3: no. But we will talk about this now. The question is, we're trying to find this. We don't know if he's trying to find it. But we don't know he is trying to cause problems for you and Lady E. And we cannot be distracted, like having our focus in one direction, like I just did, and uh, not paying attention to our hindquarters. Do you understand what I'm saying? I,
1: I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't follow what, what, what you're meaning. Are you meaning we should be on the lookout for uh, this this fellow, um, uh, Fitzgeorge or whatever he's calling himself now? Yes. Aye, well, with all due respect, uh, Simon, I have been.
3: I understand you have been, but I'm just worried something's going to happen. I was left here. We watched the Professor. As we were all running around, we didn't, he could have done anything. I'm just thinking, and I'm thinking about the Professor now, and I'm thinking about the stone and how we're going to get it, and damn it all, there's just too much going on in my head.
1: I'm, 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 honestly, I'm, I'm not following you, Simon. Are you saying that we should have taken different action earlier on than we, we did? And if so, what?
3: No, no. I'm just talking out loud and confusing the hell out of myself at this point.
1: Let's go back to the hotel and have a wee cup of tea and a sit down, and and we'll, 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 we'll figure things out. Uh, I, I appreciate what you're saying. We do indeed have two different things to concern us while while we're here in Venice. We, we don't know what this, this this fellow is up to, what his game is, why he's here Um, maybe he is in some way connected to to, to the the business with the simulacrum, I I really don't know Um, as far as I'm aware, he's he's simply a a, a 'er ne'er-do-well who's uh, attempting to usurp her ladyship's brother and and claim the, the title for himself or something, or at the
0: very least drag the family name through the dirt, and we'll have none of that Okay. So, so I'm going to take it from here if you don't mind, um, the, the, the three of you who are at the hotel currently, Professor and Maggie will look in on you two first. Paul doesn't find anything immediately amiss with you other than the fact that you have somehow, some way contracted some sort of, um, discoloration, specific discoloration to the, the flesh on your chest. For your part, um, Maggie, it is a rather curious thing to investigate. Uh, Paul eventually does leave in the next, you know, five to ten minutes after he has persuaded his medical mind. Uh, he does think that you should rest. Uh, he's opened a window to let fresh air in and to get this strange foul smell out. Professor, for your part, you're fairly weak uh, as far as your energy level goes. And you feel gnawing in your stomach and you're reminded very deeply of the worms because it feels the same. Oh no, not more worms.
4: Am I correct that Richard's bed's broken as well?
0: Yes. So you're not sure how that happened exactly, but it looks like what it looks like to you, honestly, Maggie, is it looks like two or three kids were jumping up and down on Richard's bed and broke it. There was a lot. There must have been a, a serious and significant, vigorous movement placed on the bed frame, and it's broken.
4: Maggie wasn't even here for it. Richard, are are you feeling okay? Do you 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 probably need to lie down? Um.
5: Well, yes. I I, I it feels like I've been to Helen back.
4: Do we need to get you a, a different room? You could take mine if you'd like, and I'd stay with Lady Elizabeth. Or
5: oh, I'm. Um... I'm I'm sure if, if I just put the mattress on the floor, I'll be fine, thank you. I wouldn't want to put you to, to any bother, you understand.
4: I'm sure we could ex- explain this to the staff and possibly get you a different room, but if you prefer to sleep on the floor, I guess that's your choice.
5: Well, I mean, there is a mattress there. I wouldn't want to draw attention to us, but I mean, I feel we do enough of that already.
0: Lady Elizabeth for, uh, for your part. Your room is just as you left it. Not, but a little while ago. Although even walking back into your own room, you feel a little different.
2: Yes. Uh, I take a nice deep breath, clear away thoughts of Mr. Fraser being inappropriate. I'm not going to let that spoil my afternoon.
0: No, no, not when you have so many other thoughts to flood their way back in.
2: Mm, Yes. So I am going to change because don't have the same scent of perfume I had when I left this morning, and I don't want any questions. That is very true. So I'll change into something more appropriate for what I was wearing this morning, going to the library mm-hmm. and everything, and then I'm going to regretfully go have a word with the professor.
0: Okay. You prepare yourself, take a little time, and uh, just as you're arri- arriving at the, the door to knock on it, you can see from the uh, balcony down here, uh, the lower staircase and some of the entranceway of the hotel. You can see down there through the doors that Simon and uh, and Mr. Fraser are arriving. So you probably have a few minutes before they arrive here. but you're there at the professor's door. I don't know if I was Paul would have closed it out of respect,
2: leaving Maggie and Richard unsupervised in a closed room. How scandalous.
0: To be fair, Paul is not her supervisor. A single man and a single
1: woman uh, alone in a bedroom in a hotel.
0: What do you think this is? The 1930s?
4: Paul's as liberal as Maggie is. Come on now.
0: Yeah, it's just, well, so the, the door is shut and you can hear them talking through it. So there's obviously people in there.
2: I'll politely knock on the door with one eyebrow raised.
4: Maggie will come to the door.
0: You open it and there's Lady Elizabeth.
4: Oh, Lady Elizabeth, you're awake. Uh, good, you must come see Richard's chest. Uh, what? You must come see his chest, it's changed.
0: So, looking in the door, Lady Elizabeth, over Maggie's shoulder, you see Richard. The shirt is slightly unbuttoned. You can't really see terribly much of what's going on over there because... Your eyes are directly drawn to the fact that the the bed appears broken.
2: Well, Miss Bettlinger, it appears we've both had a rather active afternoon.
4: Yes, I was running all over the place because Richard went missing. He disappeared into nothingness, and then he reappeared here in his room, I'm assuming, on his bed because it's broken. Is that what they're calling it now? I don't know what else they would call it. Quick, come in. Richard, undo your shirt a little more. Um,
2: uh, well, I avert it, my eyes.
5: If you insist. Richard unbuttons another button.
0: Scandalous. You avert your eyes, although times being what they are, it is at least strange that his the top of his collar has such a coloration to it. From a purely scientific standpoint, and um, perhaps even a mystical standpoint.
2: Are we practicing finger painting? Um, look, it's just like his—it's like his eyes. I yes. think I can't resist my curiosity at this point, and I'll turn back over to look at him.
0: Yeah, it's—it's um, it's not finger paints. It's—it's it's thread strands that have been woven in this um, almost collar sort of imagery. Uh, not. Collar like a a dog per se, but it wraps around the front part of his neck down across his collarbone in these very sharp points. Come to almost these these triangles. And in every single one of these sharp points there are a series of colorful threads along. It's it's like Richard's been embroidered.
2: Better be careful there, Professor, or people will start to assume you're one of the bright young things sort of cock my head and look a little bit closer how did you do this
5: well I all I can remember is many hands and a feeling of being torn apart put back together again um and, and there was some oh I lava some flutes of all things and uh calming music a big purple thing that um had so many eyes so many eyes and a mouth oh oh when i think back to it that i had the sensation i was about to be devoured it was all i could do to will myself away and the next thing i know um paul and maggie were tending to me on the bed which has apparently broken i i'm i don't I, more than that i i don't know
2: well, breaking one's bed in the process of being devoured doesn't sound entirely unpleasant.
5: Oh, if you'd seen what was trying to devour me, I think you'd think something else, but, um, it was. I, I mean, I've never seen so many eyes on. It was
0: quite horrific. Gentlemen, after a few flights of stairs, you enter the hallway, and you see that the uh, professor's door is slightly ajar. And, uh, yeah, you arrive unseen.
4: To find Lady Elizabeth and Maggie examining the professor's chest.
0: I've gone to get a cup of tea. Hmm, it's probably a good idea.
1: Professor? Um, I'll, I'll stop off at the, um, uh, the reception desk, I think, on, on the way up and ask for some tea to be brought up to, to our rooms.
0: Mm. So Simon would be first. Professor? You okay? Um, I, no.
3: No, I'm not. What? The hell happened? I
5: don't. I'm. I'm just going to answer that and say I don't know.
3: I thought we'd lost you. Um.
5: No, I'm afraid. Uh. I he was transported again. Um.
3: Yes. It was most unpleasant. I don't know. Does the room still smell of barbecue?
0: Well, more like sulfur. Perhaps a little bit of. A, yeah, perhaps barbecue, slightly cooked meat. Professor.
3: Yes. There are things I cannot protect you from, and I have to get you and Miss Maggie to the end. Well, I fear I was almost at the end a little while ago. But not at the end of the mission.
5: No, I fear this was somewhat of a more permanent, or maybe infinite end. It was truly horrible.
3: Well, Mr. Fraser is coming with some tea. We need to talk after the door is shut so we have to wait for
0: him first. But we have news. Yeah, seems fair enough time to uh enter Mr. Fraser into the scene, silly boy. So,
1: uh I think after he has uh, requested that some tea be brought up, um he'll head up to see what's what's to do and I guess if the door is uh, slightly ajar, then he'll poke his head in and say how oh, uh, how is everything?
3: Come in, Mr. Fraser. The professor seems to be intact.
0: Well, you can save for his bed, though.
1: Professor Courtney, uh, uh, how are you feeling?
5: Um, not well. Um,
1: Are you able to uh, tell us what happened to you?
5: Yes. And uh, Richard will explain what happened to him. Good Lord. Uh, I,
1: I mean, are you sure it wasn't? Some kind of a, a, a dream, a hallucination or, or something?
5: Well, take take a look at my chest. I mean I, how how on earth is that a dream?
1: Mr Fraser will kind of
5: avert his eyes slightly. Um yes. um
1: well, uh, I, 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 I I really don't know, Professor. I, I, I don't understand these things. I as far as I can gather, uh, one moment you were in the Basilica and and the next you were here in, in your room, um, I, I, I simply can't explain it. Uh, your, your ladyship, do, you, do you have any glimmer of, of of understanding in what happened to the professor here?
2: Well, I have certainly never seen anything quite like it. And as I said, when his eyes started doing the same thing, I can't quite correlate it to anything in in my readings. But I'm still researching.
1: Are um Richard's eyes still odd? Have they been looking strange this whole time, yeah?
0: Oh yes. I mean, it really only comes across when you're close to him, like within we'll say three to four feet, and you know you know what you're looking for, but it it, it seems that his upper collar chest area has that same sort of embroidered or threaded glow now.
1: I I wonder professor uh, of course you have uh, researched th- this contraption whatever it is in in some detail but uh, I wonder if it is perhaps taking a rather unhealthy toll on you uh, I, I I think it might be wise if you if you kept the use of it to an absolute minimum
5: um well I don't know maybe it's... um It was um, Professor Smith's uh, desire that I should uh, try to work out what it was for, and um, I mean, it's been of some use so far. I take your point. But it could kill you. Yes, yes, I think it could. I think, if I
1: may make so bold, uh, I think perhaps given that we do not have a, a full understanding of what its purpose actually is, and it may be wise to only use it in extreme need, um, rather than uh, uh, as a—I uh, don't know—as a simple telescope, magnifying glass, or, or or what have you. It is quite clearly not among a mundane item uh, that uh, it has definitely been taking its toll on you. Uh, and I. I I'd rather worry that uh that uh, yes, in, indeed, as you say, it uh it might have a very, very serious effect on you if, if you continue to use it willy nilly
3: I have an odd question on this, but did doctor Julius figure anything out about this before he handed it off to you?
5: Um well, I believe he had some theories, and I was rather hoping to um Get some notes he was completing before we left, but uh he he didn't, and uh I keep a close eye on the mail, um hoping that he might uh send them along, but uh nothing yet, I'm afraid. He did say he had made some discoveries, but I am I'm just not aware as to to what they are.
3: I am just wondering, um I mean, well, we're kinda moving, so it's hard to get mail on our end. But have you wired him anything?
5: I mean I've written to him twice, but um I've not, well, I mean, I've not received any telegrams or any mail, should we say?
3: And were his eyes or chest messed up like yours? Um,
5: I'm going to stick with the short answer and say no on on that one. I've I've had some dreams and experiences, and I didn't appear to be altered in those either. Although certainly the environment around him was um, yeah, akin to this I mean as it was on the, the train um, if you recall
3: I hear you I'm just wondering because you're becoming a guinea pig for this thing and we need to get you to the end with this device so you can use this device once we assemble it and destroy it as we are supposed to But my concern is, you and the device will not reach the end at this rate.
5: I mean, your concern is touching. However, I'm also aware we don't know how this thing works at the moment. And uh, were we to need it in an emergency? I mean, I have only uncovered a a small fraction of its capability. Um, Surely if it is of... ...of necessity, then I, I should continue. I, I, I must find out what it, um, what it does, what its, its full function is.
4: I, I believe my Aunt Edith always says something that applies here. We can't borrow problems from tomorrow. We must deal with what's ahead of us right now... ...without worrying about what's going to happen to us that far in the future. Besides,
2: all scientific inquiry involves a little bit of risk...
1: Look before you leap, I believe the phrase has it.
3: Yes, Well,
5: I I shall certainly be a little more cautious.
3: Um, I hear all this spoken by people who aren't the ones who are being told. We're going to do this investigation. Now you, go do the investigation. I I think we've all Um,
4: been doing quite a bit of investigating.
1: Uh, Oh, ah, yes, of course, that reminds me. I believe I've found the paving slab.
2: And how long were you going to wait to tell us this bit of news, Mr Fraser?
1: Uh, I'm terribly sorry. The the business with the the professor and his uh, unusual experience quite drove it out of my mind. Uh, We were um, politely escorted off the premises um, for reasons I won't go into. Um, But uh, I do believe that... uh, there is a small chapel in the uh, basilica um, dedicated to uh, uh, St. Isadora, or St. Isidoro, um, I'm not quite sure which, but uh, the mural on, on the wall um, of, uh, of this saint, the painting uh, in the chapel of this saint, uh, depicts him to have a, well, um, how would you best describe it, Simon? Uh, his leg was, well...
3: His leg was torn off.
1: Aye, aye, torn off, aye.
3: He was being tortured and pulled apart by horses tied to him. I And his left leg was missing. And when I was hunting around, I, this is the one part of the basilica where it's all dark stones all around the foundation, the walls, the floor. And I was not able to... I was able to get us there, but I was not able to discern which stone was the correct one because of the lack of light. But Mr. Fraser believes he has found the correct stone. I,
1: I, I believe I've located it. Um, they've closed up the, um, Basilica for the night, uh, which, well, it rather leads me on to, uh, the question of how do we proceed from here? Do we take advantage of the fact that the place is, is closed up and there are no tourists or worshippers, uh, there, um, in order to do some, uh, well, a little bit of light-breaking and entering.
4: Mr. Fraser, I thought you'd never ask. I would be happy to be your accomplice. Do we know
2: what this saint was martyred for?
1: I, I, I don't, I'm, I, I'm afraid I'm, uh, you know, uh, the litany of, uh, of saints and martyrs is uh, not exactly what uh, I'd call my speciality.
3: Well, we have another option, too. Uh, first thing is, the professor is in no way, shape, or form moving anywhere this evening. I'm sorry, professor, but you look like garbage. I, I feel somewhat worse.
2: But very shiny rainbow garbage.
3: Now, the thing is, what we can do is this. We were escorted off the premises. Yes, we can break back in there tonight. That's entirely possible. Or Lady E can use her book smarts and figure out who St. Isidoro was. And then tomorrow night, we can case the joint, find a place of entry, go in, pop the stone, exit, and we're good.
4: Perhaps we could enter again tomorrow and hide inside until after close, and then we would not be breaking in. We wouldn't be breaking and entering, we would be breaking and exiting.
3: That's fair, too. Again, it's point of entry, but you see, this gives us time to figure out who the Saint Isidoro was.
0: So anyone with a cult can roll
2: Next.
0: I mean we could always ask somebody
2: success 40 under 60. okay
0: Saint Isidore uh, eventually becomes Saint Isidoro and he was uh, he was an officer in the Roman Navy he confessed himself to be uh, he has confessed himself as a Christian to the commander of the fleet that they were in around the Aegean island of Chios, and because he was unwilling to repent and worship the gods of the state, he was tormented, beheaded, and eventually ripped apart, where his body was thrown into a cistern afterwards. According to legend, at this point all uh, the trees south of this cistern shed tears for him, and it is in such that his Remains eventually, or returned to uh, the Venetian Basilica of St. Mark, which contains a small chapel with, uh, is rumored to have his sarcophagus.
2: I will relay that information to my colleagues.
0: Yeah. Uh, Trees
2: weeping, that sort of thing.
1: Indeed, quite fanciful.
2: Oh, yes.
1: uh, There we are.
2: He was, in fact... A person. It's interesting that the mural would show the removal of just one limb in particular, considering everything else they did to him. But perhaps that is why our Frenchman decided to bury it here.
1: Well, how, how old was uh, uh, is this is this painting in the uh, in the chapel?
3: Well, the Torga told me this was about 1200. Oh, I see, I see. 12th century, I am sorry. Oh, I guess that's the 1100s.
2: Well, it's entirely possible that Leon just buried it at that particular place as a marker in case he ever needed to go back for it.
1: Indeed, aye, aye. It's it's, uh, it's almost like a X marks the spot, uh, kind of. Uh,
2: Someone's been reading their Stevenson?
1: I <laughs> well, I mean what self-respecting Scott hasn't.
0: Okay, so my question to the five of you is this. Are you planning on waiting a full day and then entering the Basilica during the day to allow yourself essentially free entry or an opportunity to, more importantly, an opportunity to hide inside the Basilica and then pop out at night and do your, um, well, your, your duty? Or are you... Instead, going to attempt to avail yourself of the dark streets of Venice and get, somehow gain entry to the Basilica this evening.
1: When when the, uh, the others were looking around it, trying to find uh, this stone, did they see anywhere that might look like somewhere that you could sort of secrete two or three people into reasonably well?
0: Not two or three people, but if it would be possible and i'm not sure how much maggie really looks for hiding spots but given maybe given simon's background and his concern for you know the small spaces that he's very used to some of these chapels simon would probably fit but you're not talking about fitting one or two or three people you're talking about one person likely hiding and then having to stay hidden for however long after the basilica closes officially because, of course, there will be people there to clean up after the tourists. Given your knowledge and your abilities and skills, you know it is, it's It's a harder preposition than just saying, we'll go hide in there. It's not as simple, straightforward as that.
1: If there is somewhere, I mean, I didn't get a particularly good look around the, uh, um, the whole of the, the, ch- the, the, the church, the basilica itself, but if there is somewhere that uh, you think might be suitable for uh, uh, someone to secrete themselves for the, however long it takes, uh, I do have some experience in that kind of thing. I'd be more than happy to volunteer to do so if uh, uh, if that's uh, if, if that's uh, everyone's wish.
5: I'm a little concerned that um, well, we've we've had others following in our footsteps before. I mean, who's to say that. Um waiting another day wouldn't lead to someone else maybe making this discovery before us
2: yes that is rather my concern as well considering he who I will not name appears to be in town so I don't think we should give him any more lead time than he might already have
3: alright so tonight it is if we're gonna do this one of us has to stay outside and one or two have to go inside
4: I I will be going inside
0: all right. Anyone else going with Maggie?
1: Miss Ballinger, you, you will have to remain still and silent for potentially some considerable length
3: of time. Well, are we talking about doing it right now or are we talking about waiting till tomorrow and then doing it?
2: I believe this evening, Mr. Griffith, because if we wait much longer, we give him a chance to break in ahead of us.
3: I, I hear you. In the, the, which case, Jim, she won't have to be quiet. Still, for quite a while.
1: Aye, yes, yes. Uh, I was, I, I, was thinking, you were still meaning a uh, plan A, so to speak.
3: No, we just w- let let Maggie loose, and she will take care of some stuff. And
1: <laughs> we'd let Maggie loose on an
3: unsuspecting basilica. Is that what you?
2: <laughs> I believe that falls under the heading of <laughs> war crimes.
3: <laughs> so the options we have: Miss Maggie and I break in and retrieve the item since she has an affinity for these items, and you have an affinity for shooting people with a rifle from high places, you can watch the doors, right? Um, Well, Literally, you could probably watch the Basilica from our windows of the hotel with your rifle.
1: uh, I think there are a few buildings uh, in in the way between the two. However, there is a particularly fine vantage point in the square itself. Uh, The bell tower.
3: Well, there you go, sir.
1: Whether or not that's open to the public and I'll be able to get in is is quite another
5: matter.
4: Richard, uh, do you feel up up for it tonight, or will you be staying back and resting? You've had a big day.
5: Yes, I,
3: I believe the wise thing to do would be to rest. That would be the understatement of the year, a big day.
0: Before you do that, though, Professor, given that Paul looked over you, he would have had the time... Make a medicine. Well, he doesn't necessarily know that you are hurt in the same way. He can attempt to restore some of your hit points, which he does too, sir. So over the time that you've had to, to discuss with your fellow compatriots, when someone asks how you're feeling, you don't feel great, but you're certainly not completely down in the dumps. You're just you're just tired, is what it is. You need a good cup of tea and perhaps a. A moment to think about how you might be useful in such a situation, if at all
5: oh, maybe I could um I don't know stand outside and I don't know, maybe maybe watch the comings and goings of the canal and uh, or at least appear to
4: oh, yes, you can you can help Mr. Fraser keep watch um, and uh, there we should have a signal, um, some sort of bird noise, if anything were to happen so that we know that you've seen something
0: so so here's what I want to know. I would like to know beyond Maggie who who is breaking in okay so Simon and Maggie who are going to do the breaking in yes and then uh, Mr. Fraser and the professor are going to be keeping watch in some shape or form yes yes and Lady Elizabeth is going to be enjoying a hot cup of tea or <laughs> what what is she doing exactly mm-hmm. if anything
2: other than enjoying all of the rambling discussion that's going on yes. Yes, so I think I'm rather feeling the need for some adventure this evening. So I think, uh, Mr. Griffith, Miss Bellinger, I might accompany you.
0: Excellent. And so what I would like to know is, we'll say it's about half four at this point. At what time would you be setting out? We'll say that uh, sunset and actual evening comes, given the time of year, probably around seven or eight o'clock.
1: Well, I think the witching hour is the time for this kind of adventure, don't you?
0: I didn't think you
2: believed in such things, Mister Fraser.
1: Who is this, Mister Fraser, (laughs) of (laughs) which (laughs) you
4: speak? Later, likely would be better.
1: I would say we we should wait until it's uh, dark, at least, and and most people have uh, made their way home for the evening.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Very well. And so at such an appointed time after you've prepared, right? So for those of you who are going to actually go in, I'd like to get an idea of what um, uh, accoutrement you might be bringing with you, any specific tools or weaponry or etc.
3: Do we still have a crowbar anywhere amongst us?
0: I believe we have used them in the past. I guess I would just ask if anyone have a crowbar on their inventory?
4: I mean, I definitely don't have a crowbar on my inventory. Um, I certainly Mr. Don't.
3: Fraser doesn't carry a
1: crowbar with him, no.
0: No, but I think it's it's reasonable that Mr. Griffith might have one.
3: Would you like me to make a luck roll?
0: Absolutely not. You have one. Okay. Let's just be beyond it. So...
3: I'm taking my
2: walking stick. It's, it has proven most useful for driving off people I don't want around me.
0: Certainly.
3: I am not bringing the pistol. Okay.
4: Maggie is mostly going to be bringing her charming smile in case we run into anyone that I need to convince that we are not up to anything at all.
1: Well, here's a thought. Um, Miss Ballinger. you could perhaps disguise yourself as a nun and Mr. Griffith, you could disguise yourself as a priest.
0: that was a joke
4: I <laughs> know I was trying to think of a, yeah, a nun that. a priest and Lady Elizabeth walk into St. Mark's Basilica
0: <laughs> she's definitely not a rabbi I'm,
3: I'm, I'm just picturing at the very beginning inside the basilical there's, there's like priest and this nun slowly walking by and then they get yoinked into the shadows and Simon and
0: Maggie <laughs> <to> walk out <laughs> so, so here's what I'd like getting into the basilica at night is not a simple task
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so I would like you to tell me your approach and then by that approach I will set a series of challenges in front of you which may or may not be determined by roles randomly generated by polyhedrals
4: hmm. Simon was there much longer than Maggie was um. Mm-hmm. so I would, I would probably lean on Simon for some direction as to how he thinks the greatest where the greatest points of entry would be Or perhaps, are they doing any work on the outside? Is there any scaffolding?
0: No, nothing so um, convenient.
3: Well, I'm sure they have a side door of some sort. It's not going to be just one door. There may be a door for the priests or a vestry or something like that. I mean, even the churches back home in Appalachia had a side or back door. Now, does anyone have any skill with locks? Because I do not. I prefer to break them.
4: I believe Richard's the only one.
5: Yes, I could probably help you get in, but I don't think um,
0: I'm really up for a, a full escapade inside.
3: we not asking you to. Can you pop the lock for us, Professor? I could certainly
5: try.
0: So, Simon, you would have seen in some of your movements around the Basilica that it does have one or two side entrances, again, mostly like most likely used for the faithful who work there.
3: Yeah, we don't want to go in through the front door because I'm sure those are t- double doors that are large, probably make noise when they're opened. Yeah, we'll go to a, a side door, which is probably a single door in most cases. Well, I'm sure there's at least a single door. There may be a larger service door in the back somewhere, too. But regardless okay. of the fact, I'm sorry, I'm tangenting. It's okay. We go to a small door with Richard dressed in comfy, dark clothes. Pop the lock and the three of us will venture in.
0: That's the plan. Very good. So, I would ask you, Mr. Fraser, where will you be positioned while all of this um you know this this is going on?:
1: Yeah, I think um so considering the fact that the um bell tower um, is an excellent vantage point um, from the point of view of a a, a rifleman, um, however, it may be difficult to get into. Um, and um, it will certainly be time-consuming to come down from if uh, if required in a hurry. Uh, So I think he and Richard will um, probably head possibly for mm, two different uh, sides of the square. Um, It really depends on which entrance uh, they're able to use, but I think to be able to have a, a secluded place on a nearby street with which to watch the entrances of the church just to, to make sure that uh, nobody either follows them or uh, nobody goes in maybe by another entrance that might uh, might surprise them. Certainly. And then one of us can then just sort of sneak in and warn them that somebody's coming.
0: Okay, so here's what I'd like. I would like the professor to make a locksmith roll. It is a hard difficulty. I would like... I would like Mr. Mr. Fraser to make for me a spot hidden roll. After those two rolls are resolved, we will we can talk about any further stealth rolls, and just just so that we're not completely fickle, uh, the hand of fate is going to put you at advantage for this, Professor.
5: That's good because Richard doesn't have a particularly good skill in locksmith. Probably better than anyone else's. Here we go. Different dice. Ooh, yeah, that's a fifty-five and a sixty-five, and Richard only has
0: twenty-four. Okay, so it's a simple failure.
5: Well, wash the roll. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Maybe, maybe Richard can try a little bit harder. Um, Maggie, do you have one of your hairpins again?
4: Yes, I was, I was just about to suggest that. Actually, um, here you go. Maggie will pull one out of
0: her hair. Great minds think alike, and all that. Go ahead and push the roll,
5: Professor. Uh, is that pushed with advantage or just normal?
0: No, I I think we'll we'll let we'll let the advantage stay. That's yeah. that's fine with me. It's the same roll. That's what I was thinking. I don't believe it. I don't until you tell me.
5: No. So um, I rolled uh, eighteen, which wouldn't be enough, and zero
0: eight, which would be fantastic. So, with the uh, blessing of Saint Maggie and her hairpin, you manage to find your way around in the dark in this lock, and very delicately and very carefully uh, get the door to unseize.
5: Perfect, you, and you, uh, don't lose, you don't even
0: lose—you don't even lose the hairpin.
5: No, it's—it's. I've not even bent it, Maggie. Thank you very much.
1: Would you like me also to make a spot hidden? A absolutely. absolutely. Um, is this at uh, a particular difficulty level?
0: Yeah, it's at a hard difficulty level. Yep. Okay, here we go again.
1: Let's hope I do a little bit better this time than I did the last. No, I didn't. I rolled a ninety.
4: <laughs> well, well,
1: so far, in in the in the spirit of adventure, certainly. Uh, I think. Um, Fraser realises that he's not got himself into a very good position for this, um, so he is going to cross the road, and there's, a, i say, there's a little lighter steps up to a, a small landing, um, which gives yeah. him a, a much better angle to uh, to watch as this uh, lock is being worked on by, uh, mm-hmm. by Richard. So he will uh, stay low to the ground, move across the the, the street. Um, and climb up the few steps up to the, the point, and uh, peer round the, uh, the corner of the building over the small railing that is uh, that is there at the uh, up the top of this little three or four flight like of three or four steps. Certainly,
0: go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 was not a success. Understood. So I suppose it's important to point out that you don't really see anything out of the ordinary in the square Fair enough. the the there's a little bit of rain, not just slight, not not terrible. Uh, it's a bit overcast this evening, and uh, there's a bit of a smell from the nearby canal but other than that you don't see much more mm-hmm. All right, so I'll just sort of
1: stay crouched where I am um, mm. hopefully I've got myself into a, a, a reasonably
0: good uh, position where I won't be observed so uh, Simon and Maggie you may enter the basilica and upon doing so you will be required to make a stealth roll. Don't forget Lady E. Oh, right. She's coming as well. Yes. Cain and all. So the three of you, my apologies.
2: <laughs> Feeling adventurous today. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Fifteen. That's got to be a success, right? Let's see.
4: I
0: would think Yep, so.
2: fifteen under twenty.
0: Mm-hmm. Marvelous. Right. Yes, sir. Hot one. Congratulations! We like odd ones.
4: I rolled a sixty-one
0: out a of fifty. Hmm. Spend
4: the luck. That's a lot of luck. No, that's fine. I I have I have a ton of luck. I'll spend it.
1: Well, why don't you push it?
0: Because she's uh, just going to spend the luck and, no, and be done with this, it.
4: Yeah, I am.
0: Because she has a ton of luck. Yeah rather she not botch the roll
3: by accident and screw our actual two successes here. Oh, God, well. <laughs> I
0: had a ton of luck once. <laughs>
3: mm. Didn't we all?
0: The three of you enter the building. Uh, afterwards, I assume, Richard, you pull the door shut and then head back out towards the square. So the interior of the Basilica is normally the two of you, of the three of the two of the three of you who have seen it, uh, is a magical place. At night, with a lack of almost any light, it is like walking into a, a cave, in that it is large and dark and open, and the ceiling glistens in what little light there is. What light sources are you using?
3: I have a small electric torch, like you. We discussed earlier. Certainly. Okay. uh, Since you recommend that would be the one that would be recommended for what I was uh, initially scouting for.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: I'm using Simon's small electric torch. Okay. Ditto.
0: So so the 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 three of you are able to make your way through the basilica, uh, the exterior that leads to the exterior pathways off of the main portion of it towards the chapel that you'd found the dark little chapel. And you get the sense in this chapel, as you enter it, that there is something strange about its shape, at least in the, in the sense that it isn't shaped like the other ones that you'd passed before. It's almost uh, as if it's been changed or modified in some way. And so since Mr. Fraser was the one who'd located the stone. And since he is not here with us inside, I'd like all of you to make a hard spot hidden roll to find the stone that he was talking about. Just look for the drips of candle wax.
2: (laughs) My spot hidden is 63, so I have a pretty decent chance, I hope. 14. Rolling hot.
3: Would I get a bonus for being
0: there with... um? You absolutely would.
2: I have a hard success, 14 under
0: 63. Hold it for a moment.
4: Keeping these dice. Maggie has a, is, is a fail. She is still thinking about Richard's chest.
3: Uh, that is a 30 under 45. It is not a hard success.
0: So 30 under 45, Simon, you find the stone that he was standing over when he tripped the wax. And you are pretty certain you've got the right one. On the other hand, Lady Elizabeth is across the chapel in a totally different place. Lady Elizabeth, what you found here is that it's not the stone so much that's discolored, although it is a little darker than some of the other ones around it. It's the grout. The grout between the stone here is dry and somewhat cracked, not like the rest of the chapel. And even when you and lightly push against it, this grout line. It's fairly flimsy.
2: I'm going to wave my walking stick in in, uh, Griffith's direction, just because I'm trying to be quiet to get his attention. Mm
3: -hmm. I'm sure if I don't notice it, she'll wave it in front of my face or bop me on the head, so one way or another, she'll get my attention. Okay.
2: Mr. Griffith, Miss Bellinger, over here. I think I found it. Wow. Thank goodness.
3: Simon, just to make sure, will take a coin out of his pocket mm-hmm. and put it on where Fraser was mm-hmm. before he walks over. Smart idea.
2: I'm going to point out the discoloration in the grout and how flimsy it is. I believe this one was mm-hmm. moved at some point or put in much later, which would fit with our friend, depositing the piece here. Shall we?
3: Sure, just a moment. Miss Maggie, are you getting any uh, weird mojo coming off of it?
4: Uh, No, it uh, doesn't work that way. I'm not like a magnet for them.
0: They're not? Does uh, anyone here possess geology?
4: They're like a magnet for me.
0: Um, I think I might.
4: I definitely don't.
1: What we need's a miner. <laughs> 38 under
3: 48.
0: Okay. Uh, so the stone that she points out, Simon, the, the mortar around it crumbles at a touch to this paving stone.
3: Well, so Simon is feeling that even if this doesn't turn out to be right, this stone at least was moved after the floor was put in, so it's definitely worth checking out regardless. Right. So um, he's oh. I'm going to slide the crowbar out.
0: Okay, so what's the strength roll? 69
3: under 80.
0: Okay. You press the crowbar in, and then very, I assume, gingerly move the stone upward to try to get leverage with the crowbar so you can get your fingers underneath it.
3: Well, what I'm going to do first is, since you said that the uh, mortar is friable, right?
0: It's, so, it's fragile.
3: I'm going to go ahead and chip out a section to insert the crowbar um, and also chip out some on the sides to loosen it up so it'll pop easier without making noise. And then I'm going to lever it up some. How big is this piece?
0: It's big, that you're, it's big enough that you're going to need two people to, to lift it. You will you're, not be able to lift this on your own.
3: Understood. W- weight wise? How-
0: it's probably 300 pounds. 300 pounds. Um, It's it's an enormous stone.
4: I can help you, Simon.
0: Okay. Thank you, Miss Maggie. I'm wanting to
3: put something here to hold it for a moment. So let me lift it up a little higher, which I do. Slide the crowbar in a couple inches so it's propped underneath the crowbar so we now can put finger holds and lift it up.
0: Okay. Did
3: that make sense?
0: I think so. I mean, it made sense to me. You're really just trying to get enough space underneath it so you can actually get a handle on it. Exactly,
3: but also so it won't slip and crush our fingers with the crowbar underneath.
0: Correct. It is It is still a strength roll between the two of you.
3: I hate you, Mike. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I rolled an 88 over 35. <laughs> I rolled an 86 over 80.
3: Now.
0: No, it, it, there's no advantage for you there, but but the Hand of Fate is going to allow you to re-roll that. Okay. Me too.
3: And that will be a 73 under 80.
0: No, not you. Um. So, <laughs> there's way more grunting in this chapel in the next 20 seconds than there has been in the entirety of its existence. But you managed to get your end of things up, Simon. Uh, it's, it's really... Maggie you struggle mightily with the the amount of weight that's here and you struggle to the point where uh, you get it up high enough where you can move it but uh, it is going to um, you're, you're going to lose control of this stone
4: Lady Elizabeth little help
0: uh, Lady Elizabeth that sound comes out way too loud it echoes throughout the chapel
2: do be quiet Miss Bellinger difficulty is no reason to get loud And I'll try to help her with the stone.
0: Okay, it's a strength roll.
2: Okay, not my best stat. I believe in you. (laughs) Well, let's see how well I do with my 35. Ooh, I'll spend four points of luck and make that a success.
0: (laughs) Okay, so the three of you managed to get the stone over far enough. And while you don't pick it up very high, you get it off its landing spot and you manage to come away with all your fingers.
4: What do we see under? Darkness. Is it a hole?
0: It is a hole. Are you going to reach your hand in there?
4: Does it look like the hole you would put your hand in or the hole you would drop your body down into?
0: It looks like it's big enough to drop a body in. I hand Maggie the flashlight.
4: Oh, thank you. Uh, I guess I will uh, begin my descent into the hole.
0: Very good. Is anyone helping you down into the hole?
3: I will be happy to lower her into the hole.
0: Very good. So with some assistance from Mr. Griffith, uh, you get lowered down into the hole. It's about four or so feet deep. The depth of it is just a little bit to the point where you become uncomfortable as he's lowering you down mm-hmm. because you know that it's likely a little too high to climb out of immediately and I'd like all three of you inside the building to make me a listen roll our investigators who are outside I would like you to make me a spot hidden roll
4: dice are not on my side but I have a pretty good listen Yes, finally 33 under 77 Okay. so hard success
2: 0, 0, 8, under sixty. Yes, sixty.
3: Okay. I rolled a second odd one. Do you want Ooh. a picture? No. <laughs> 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 I, I'm sorry. Sure. I'm in complete shock at the moment. That's
0: pretty fantastic, gentlemen outside. Yeah, this doesn't bode well for me, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Professor Courtney. Would you care to do with the honors? Roll first.
5: Unfortunately, poor Richard rolled a seventy-eight over. Mm. 64 but I think he's probably aware of the fact that it's night time and perhaps he's not seeing as well as he could and maybe he'll sort of step out from the shadows a bit and see if he can maybe get a better look Okay, the new lucky black dice hmm are they though? no, no they're not that was a ninety-eight. Oh my goodness!
0: Uh, okay, so uh, I would assume then the the both of you uh, had missed it. I've not rolled mine yet. Oh, please roll! Sir. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was just letting.
0: Uh, is that f- is
1: that a fumble on the
0: push, Martin? Oh, clearly, yeah. No,
1: that is a normal success. Finally, on a spot hidden, seventy-six under eighty.
0: Uh, so, Richard, across the square, uh, you see three men in black exit out from one of the uh, Galleria buildings here and you see strapped across one of them is something that looks like a large like a large caliber rifle and it completely draws your attention in you become panicked flush with concern that black shirts have found you or some, somebody else who's hunting the simulacrum is here and you go into full-blown panic.
5: Um, uh, uh, look, 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 look over there. They, 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 a rifle. Look, what? look where? What? Over there. The three of them. You
0: have no idea oh, what he's looking at. What?
5: What? What are you looking at, Professor? Not, there's
1: no. nothing there. It's shadows, man. You're imagining no, 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 things.
5: No, 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 no. There were three of them. They just come out of the door. I, I, I don't see them. Um, Richard will grab um, Mr. Fraser by the shoulder. No, no, no! Come on, we we must leave. We must leave. <sighs> wait do um, I, I don't know what you've seen. I didn't see anything.
1: I, I think I think you're uh, you're starting at shadows. No,
5: no, no! I, all, right, I, I, all, right, I, all right, all right. Well, let's let's
1: get let's get a little I, closer.
5: Wait, wait, we, wait! We, we don't want to get any closer. We want to run away. Are they coming this way? I I don't, I don't see them. Oh, are you blind, man? come on like apparently
1: so Uh, with my uh, normal success do i see anything of interest
0: well you certainly don't see any black shirts maybe it's the way the light and water ripple around here that's casting Mm -hmm. shadows on some of these buildings Uh, you're not really sure what the professor is on about to be perfectly honest Um, but other than that with a normal successor you don't see anything amiss uh, would uh,
1: would it be advantageous of me to try and make that a hard success by pushing the roll oh. because i'm yeah, i'm willing absolutely. to do that if, uh,
0: if absolutely yeah it it would be advantageous for you to find this information so
1: i'm going to say to uh, uh, to richard look I, I i don't know what what you've seen or what you what you think you've seen but i i, I don't see how a, a black shirt can have gone the way you're you're saying? It's just water over there, man. They'd be they'd be they'd be walking through the water. We'd we we'd both see that easily. Uh, look, you you stay here. You keep an eye on them. Make sure they don't come this way. I'm 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 going to go over and and see if I can get a, a different angle. Maybe maybe I can maybe I'll see them if I if I if I go to the other side of the square. Um, so I'm going to uh, move from my vantage point um, uh, across to. Somewhere else, I'll probably make myself quite obvious as I move across the square to Mm. try and see what on earth he's he's talking about. And you know, um, maybe maybe he did see something. Maybe um, I I just missed it. Maybe I was looking the wrong direction. Mm. Fair enough. Go ahead. Push that roll. Here we go. That is a ten under eighty. Finally, I've succeeded.: <laughs> sure. That's an extreme success.:
0: It is. Uh, so you don't see any black shirts. you're certain of that, sir. What you do see chills you to the bone. And that is, on high, on one of these buildings that overlooks the square, you see the unmistakable ghostly form of a revolutionary era french gentleman in a properly coiffed powdered wig standing on top of the building staring down at you he leaps from the building down in a, in the most graceful form that the human body has known and lands in the square with just the lightest of sound.
1: Um, okay, so given that I'm was sort of crossing the square, how how far from me is he when when he lands?
0: He is he is still a fair distance from you. I would say he's at least thirty yards.
1: I'm going to back
0: off <laughs>
1: because I don't know quite what's happened and how. Is that a sanity roll for seeing somebody leap off a building and land gently? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. You, because I, that's just, not you, natural. No, it's not natural. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Alrighty then. you can't imagine the penalty would be too terrible, but okay. yeah, probably something.
1: So I've currently got a sanity of 43, so yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine.
0: Yeah, no, that's a fail. Okay. I think we'll say D3 is reasonable for that. That could be a little a little shaky. Yeah, it's just one. It is one, but it's just one.
1: So I think yeah I, I I think the fact that somebody has gracefully leapt off the top of a, uh, of, a of a building, travelled down I don't know what what you know fifty feet more whatever to the ground, um, and just yeah. landed lightly on the uh, on the um, paved area of the um, uh, of the courtyard here is just not natural, not right, and uh, Fraser's just going to back off a few feet and then just turn and leg it over towards where Professor Courtney is.
5: Professor! Professor! Are you, have, you, have you seen them? Yes. yes. Come on, quick, quick. Wait. No, no! Look! Look in the square! What? Um, do I see this man? You look
0: over. You do not.
5: Oh, what are you talking about? Him! Him! This! I don't... I, he, he jumped off the, the top of a
1: building. He landed in the square. There's, there's it's nothing not natural. Nothing it's it's some, some some kind of apparition or. Uh, I don't know what it is. We've got there. to get out of his
5: sight. No, Wait, I, I he, saw he, him. He saw me. He saw me. Quick, before the three men with the gun. Come on, come on, quickly. Damn your three men and the gun. This, this This man jumped off the top of a building and he didn't break his neck. There's nothing there. That's why he didn't break his neck. It's because he doesn't exist. Now, your three gunmen don't don't exist. Yes, they do. We don't have time to waste squabbling here. Come on, let's just go. Go
1: this
3: way. Let's run. Are they loudly (laughs) yelling this in the middle of the plaza?
0: (laughs) I would say that their voices are elevated, and yes, they're in the plaza. But we'll put a pin in that for the moment. We will go back inside the basilica. And um, Maggie, you've just uh, entered a deep hole.
4: Really dug himself a hole again. And so this hole is, you said it's four four feet deep, right? So it's not, I'm not fully engulfed in it.
0: No, you are not. You are not fully engulfed in the hole.
4: Okay, Maggie will kind of, um, is it, how wide is
0: it? It's actually wide. It's actually fairly wide. Uh, It's probably about two and a half to three feet wide, which you didn't expect. It does seem to travel a little bit too. Like there's an area uh, that goes, deeper towards the center of the basilica.
4: Yeah, I will uh, feel around and look around with the the flashlight
0: mm-hmm. that
4: Simon gave me to see if there's a passage down here or perhaps a box or something.
0: Look around. Uh, there seems to be a, a, an area that widens out about 15 or so feet that way.
4: Is this something I would have to crawl through?
0: Yeah, yeah, you would.
4: Okay. There's a there's a tunnel here. Um, I, I'll um, I'll be right back. But you you can follow me if you'd like. But or or keep out. Keep a look
0: out. Simon.
4: Mag, Maggie starts crawling.
0: <laughs> so, Simon, this is going to trip off probably something in your brain. Maggie is not a miner, and she is now crawling underground somewhere.
3: What you, um, this is something I might need to uh, accompany her on. Well, if you
2: insist. Can so I, uh, are you quite certain you can fit down there? you're sort of peeking into the hole
3: uh, how big is it down there, uh, Miss Maggie uh, and I'm whispering this I'm, I'm, and I'm speaking directly into the hole so yes, it's you're whispering
0: like down don't. in the hole
4: oh it's a it's a pretty tight squeeze i I don't know if you'd make it through or not probably not don't it's okay i'll I'll be fine.
0: You've heard that before
4: If I need anything i'll I'll shout
0: very good. Uh so I she has given you her um opinion, Simon. What I want to know is are you taking that for truth or are you going to find out how big the hole is yourself?
4: Also, Maggie just doesn't want Simon to come because she uh ris- she she risks then that he will touch the uh, item first. And so she's she's really just saying this, not necessarily because she doesn't think he can fit, but to kind of deter him from
0: following her. Is she trying to persuade him directly out out of, well, from the whole?
4: Uh, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say persuade directly as much as deter, but um, she's not going to be insistent. Very well. All right. Um,
3: well, hell. Um, did her listen rolls pick up anything, by the way?
0: Yes, so your, din- your listen rolls pick up um, movement, footsteps in the larger portion of the basilica. They don't necessarily feel like they're coming closer, be- and it's hard to tell given the amount of echo that the basilica can have, uh, but you do hear people walking, or at least a person walking around.
3: We may have a guard or company.
2: Yes, I rather think we need to be quiet.
3: There's an altar in here of some sort since this is a chapel. You bet. Uh, wait, E, why don't you go duck behind the altar and I'll stay here by the hole.
2: All right. Just
3: quiet. Understood. I'm always saying this because you're the slowest one here. No offense intended.
2: None taken. Okay.
0: So you're going to go hide behind the, uh, altar, as it were.
2: Yes. Just to be out of line of sight.
0: Certainly. Simon, you're going to go where?
3: Well, I lowered Miss Maggie into the hole, right? Mm-hmm. And she was able to touch bottom while I was holding her? Yep. So about how deep would you, I think the hole is?
0: Probably four feet or so. I mean, you could easily get up and down the hole, but you're, you're much taller than she is.
3: Right, but can I climb into the hole and crouch down for the moment out of the way? Certainly. That will do that.
0: Okay. You crouch down into the hole and you get out of sight maggie you continue forward undaunted the cavity that you move yourself through there are a fair amount of dust coatings on the stone in here so it's clear that whatever has gone on above either it's shaken some of the rock or it's produced some sort of dust it's all over the tunnel now whether this was at one point a tunnel or a foundational line, you're not sure. But you move probably about 20 or so, 15, 20 or so feet deep in. And you see that there is a, uh, it looks like some sort of stone block that sits along the back end of this where it, it dead ends. The flashlight finally finds the, the end. And you see an, an outline, a dust outline. This, the dust that's around here is thick. And so it coats the surface. And that outline is perfectly shaped as a leg. I mean, it's been missing for years, but it's only been missing for years, not decades. This is supposed to have been placed down here in the late 1700s. But it's been taken. That's easy for you to ascertain. I knew we were getting to it too easily. Lady Elizabeth, footsteps enter the chapel. And a light as well.
2: Well, that's no good.
0: You can tell the light enters because the chapel, the associated finery around here begins to shine a little bit. And the footsteps purposefully walk towards the front row of the chapel steps.
2: I'm just going to hold still.
0: I would like you to make me a stealth roll. Oh,
2: God. I've already been And, uh... It. Don't tell me. Someone hand-of-fated me again.
0: They did. But they're going to put you at advantage for this role.
2: What? (laughs) That's good. I'm going to need that. Thank you, hand-of-fate. We went from a 67 to a 17.
0: You hold your breath. It's the longest 30 seconds of your most recent life. You don't remember when you've had to hold your breath this long. Every single part of your chest is daunted by this task, but you continue to redouble your efforts. And eventually, the footsteps move and become distant.
2: I'm going to stay where I am until I can't hear the footsteps or see the reflection of the light anymore. Mm Mm-hmm and if I'm certain I'm alone at least (laughs) alone other than Mr. Griffith in the hole then I'll slowly ease my way back out and start breathing again properly
0: you ease yourself back out and stand back up which feels really good and across the podium there is a very small piece of paper
2: well let's have a look shall we
0: You turn it over and in very fine handwriting, it says, join me for a drink, Elizabeth, question mark.
2: I may or may not let out a very unladylike word. So Mr. Griffith might hear a very low,
3: fuck. But at least Miss Maggie won't.
0: So Maggie, in the area that you find all this dust, you also locate a small yellowing envelope.
4: Oh, well, I will open it and see if what's inside. I have the flashlight here.
0: It's sealed with wax. Uh, the wax seal shows a winged cherub set against a shield. The cherub cradles a doll.
4: Crack it open. I would start to come back in, in the hole. Out, out of the hole. I, I don't know if I'd be blocked from <laughs> From exit by one, Mister Simon Griffith.
0: You you would find Simon in the hole. Um, Simon will get out of the hole and help you out. Fair enough.
4: Well, the leg is gone. It's not here. Well, shit. It's been taken. But I did. I found this. Someone left a note that they took it. Who would do that? I don't know. It seems strange, but they uh, they did leave leave a note, and I will. I would share it with them
3: well, how about we all get back to the hotel and out of here first? Yes. Um, can
0: Can you help me move the block back?
4: Oh, yes, of course.
0: So I'll, um, I'll pass on the strength test for, for bringing the block back for <laughs> sake of ease. I would say if the two of you are going to do it reasonably and slowly with the aid of the crowbar, you're able to get the block back to cover the hole. Although Simon and really anybody else that would look at it too would know that there is no way to show that someone didn't remove this stone recently. It's impossible to cover that up without having, you know, grout and paint and time. So.
3: Right. But the key thing is, is that first glance in the dark while we're trying to get out of here, no one's going to figure anything out.
0: Correct. So with that, the investigators inside the Basilica very quietly and very carefully make their way back out. As far as, Mr. Fraser and Professor Courtney go where did you two gentlemen end up in your um, endless search for boogeymen?
1: I think it it rather depends on um, what this figure did when I saw it and started running from it Uh, did did it seem to chase after me because I know it was looking at me when uh, it was on the top of the roof when it landed was it still looking at me did its intent seem to be to come at me
0: Mm, indeed now you you ran away rightly so um so you lost sight of it after that yes. when you got back to richard you turned around and and clearly it wasn't there
1: so um because there was a bit of space so um what i think i'd like to do if 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 richard is is not gonna um, work against me and i don't think he he is from the, from the sound of what he was saying before is is just basically run run down the street run round a couple of corners and then kind of um um come to a a stop, motion to Richard to be still and silent, and just wait and listen and see if I can hear whether it's still coming.
0: Give me a listen roll, both of you, because I assume that Richard's going to be looking to pick out whatever noise might be coming as well.
5: Ah, that's a success. 43 under
0: 50. You hear the occasional footsteps around the area. It's one of the most heavily trafficked areas inside this portion of the city. So
1: my listen is not much better than that, but 56. Well, goodness me. Uh, I just rolled a zero eight. <sighs>
0: um, you don't hear footsteps, sir. What you do hear is the wind and above your head, you see fog.
5: No, what is it?
0: Not again. And that is where we'll call the episode to a close. Uh, So thank you so much for our fun in the Basilica this evening. We enjoyed it. Uh, I'm certain that uh, nothing will come of the note that was found, nor the fog that was seen. Everything is perfectly fine. Just promise me you'll see us next week. Thank you and good night.